0: Kent, good morning. Good morning. Tell me all about that farm.
1: Well, today, it's a really nice day here in January. We're walking around in sweatshirts, so farm's pretty good today.
0: We'll take it, but it seems like Mother Nature can't seem to make up her mind. Any other January, a normal winter, wouldn't be very fun on the pig farm.
1: No, it's not. We spend a lot of money trying to keep the pigs warm, and
0: I'll tell you what, the feed and everything else that wants to freeze up from the outside, it, it keeps us constantly busy, that's for sure. We'll talk about the corn and soybean aspects of your farm in just a bit, but tell me about the, the hog operation there.
1: We are a weaned to finish grower. We raise about 12,000 pigs a
0: year here. We get them in around 14 pounds and take them right up to about 280. How long does that take? Uh, just under six months. Wow, incredible. And so twice a year you're having to load and unload and get everything resituated then?
1: That's correct. Yep. We, we go right down to washing everything, floors, ceilings, walls, clothes, boots, you name it, to disinfect and start for a new
0: turn. Biosecurity is so important on your farm and on every hog farm out there. You mentioned that everything gets clean, but do you shower in and out? Do you have to do that every time you, you walk into the building and walk out?
1: We do not have to. Kind of our policy here at the farm, though, is if you're going to town for something, we take a shower. Uh, We don't want to be known as the guys that smell like pigs everywhere we go. Um, So in a way, yeah, that kind of ties in with the biosecurity. It's just as much a courtesy
0: to our neighbors, I guess you'd say, as well. You bring up a good point because uh, any kind of farmer knows that that relationship with their neighbor is so important, uh, maybe equally as important as keeping their animals healthy or keeping their neighbors happy.
1: Sure, absolutely. We're just about two and a half miles from the closest town. Uh, it's not a huge town by any means. But whenever we we're going to do something that we know is going to put off a little more odor than usual, we'll we'll try to wait till we know the winds are blowing the opposite direction. Um, you know, if we're doing something, we'll we'll try to check with neighbors beforehand and make sure they're not having a picnic with their family over or something. And the other thing, you know, just kind of keeping people informed of what's going on.
0: And if you stop by with a package of pork chops, that usually makes people smile. <laughs> Free bacon never hurt anybody. Exactly. Row crops, including corn and soybeans, how did 2016 end up for you?
1: It was a pretty good year. Uh, I wouldn't say that we had anything record-breaking by any means, but we were happy as we watched the yield monitor go through the field. So
0: I mentioned earlier in the show that farmers wear a lot of hats. They're accountants. They're weathermen. Uh, but you came up with this great idea with farm hats on social media. Uh, tell me about that and, and how it came to be. And I'm still searching for this, and I feel bad every time I tell anybody, but I read an article five
1: years ago about the hats the farmers wear both literally and figuratively. Um, You know, you wake up in the morning and you put on your favorite hat and you head out and you could be a mechanic in the morning working on your tractor. For us, you know, we're working with pigs every day. So I consider myself an amateur veterinarian of sorts, I guess. And you could be an accountant in the evening when you're doing your books. Plus now I talked about the favorite hat that you, you put on in the morning, but pretty much every company that you deal with as a farmer is going to give you a hat hoping that you'll be kind of a walking billboard for them. As I looked around, the people that I went to high school with didn't even necessarily know what I did as a farmer. And I thought, boy, after a while, they're going to get bored of me posting pictures of, I kind of do the same thing every day. In spurts, you know, we'll do chores and then we'll work planting or or whatever else. And and my hope was to have a couple hundred people at the most that showed just a little bit of what they do on
0: the farm every day. And that way somebody got a little bit of variation. Now it's 7,200 members and you are getting some really diversified pictures from not only the U.S. but all around the world.
1: Yeah, it's been really neat to me to watch. Um, the first day that we had it up on, on Facebook there, we had 212 people join, and that was kind of my, my long-term goal, so we kind of readjusted after that, but uh, it's been neat. I, you know, things that I didn't even think about, uh, farmer Josh Geigel out in South Dakota was combining millet one day, and i be honest with you, I had to Google what millet was. I'd heard of it, but I wasn't <laughs> sure what the final products were, things like that, and It's kind of even opened my eyes to some different facets of agriculture.
0: I mentioned it's a global deal. Where's the farthest one come from? I guess I'd probably have to
1: say Australia. We have several people over there that that post on a pretty
0: regular basis. You mentioned that you get up in the morning and and put on your your hats, uh, multiple ones all day. What's your most favorite hat to wear on the farm and what's your least favorite? Well, my most
1: favorite hat, uh, anything to do with, with tractor operation, you know, it's it's neat to get out there till the soil plant, you know, combine. Those are, are just some of the best things, you know, I, I really look forward to doing all those. Um, I don't know, some of the, the down and dirty stuff, pressure washing a building isn't really the greatest, you know, you don't necessarily wake up in the morning and jump out of bed to go do that,
0: so... What's the long-term goal for this? Because you mentioned that you were expecting a couple hundred, and now you're at 7,200. You're making farm hat hats. So what's next for the social media aspect of what you're doing there?
1: People have asked me that, and I... I don't have a great answer for it you said we're making hats and we're making some other shirts and stickers and gear like that about a month and a half into it i was getting emails and text messages and phone calls that say you got to start making some stuff to sell and i thought well that would be kind of cool and i guess i felt kind of bad that if i you know made that stuff sold it and, and kept the profit myself this is a bunch of farmers that are working hard to, to earn their money and so we partnered with um ag in the classroom here in illinois And everything that we did on our first T-shirt sale, and and we did give away our first hats, I'll talk about that, but everything we did on our first T-shirt sale, all that money went tag in the classroom. Illinois corn growers jumped on board and they made the first 150 farm hats and gave those away in their booth at the Farm Progress Show. All you had to do is stop by and, and prove you were a member of the group. So going forward, I guess what I'd like to see is, you know, people being able to educate non-farmers about what we do every day and, you know, hopefully just raising some more money. We've kind of expanded out now and we're we're not just fixed on Ag in the Classroom here like I said it started in Illinois, but we're donating money to FFA and to 4H and you know just about anywhere else that we can kind of tie into some AG education we'd we'd be happy to donate to.
0: Another great way to reach out to the consumers, but also for other farmers to get to know each other. It's on Facebook. It's called Farm Hats, and you can find the link on our site now at farmandcountryradio.com. Over 7,000 members to that page in uh, just over two years, and Kent Blunier is the founder of Farm Hats. Kent, thank you very much, not only for what you do there on the farm in Forest, Illinois, but also what you're doing on social media to help farmers share how they farm and why they do it very important part of agriculture in this day and age. Thank you, Jay.